Hey there, welcome to episode 4 of the Credit Podcast. I am your host, Pat O'Hara. Um, I hate doing these intros, as you know by now, so I'm just going to jump straight into introducing our guests. It is Tim Lambert, uh, a Melbourne-based photographer. Kind of new to the scene, only been shooting for around about two-ish years, a bit longer. Uh, but in that time, he's become oh, one of my favourites. He's like my dad. We look alike. Uh, we're into the same music. He's working for like my dream bands as well, so I'm super fucking jealous of him. Um, so Tim has been escaping Melbourne quarantine life, so he's up in Queensland for a bit. Uh, and he's travelling back down now that lockdown's been increased. Um, so he stopped by Sydney on the way through. Uh, we had beers the other night and watched the Swans lose, which sucked. Uh, but then he came over to my place and we've recorded this podcast, which was an absolute dream to do. It was just good to sit him down and get him talking for an hour and a half. Um, so I hope you enjoyed as much as I did. Here is Tim. We're recording now, Tim. All right. So guest, introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Tim. Is that what you want to say? Yeah, that's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> so who are you? I am a music photographer from Melbourne. So Tim Lambert, yes. Tim Lambert, Tim yes, Lambert that's me. Can confirm. Um, so tell me about yourself, not photography related, but like where did you grow up? Because we had beers the other night. And you told me you're from the Gold Coast. Yeah, I grew up in. I moved to the Gold Coast when I was quite young. Yeah. When the parents split up and um, lived there until I was uh, twenty. Were and you born there? No, I was born in Melbourne. Born in Melbourne. Okay. So all of my like family is in Melbourne, but we moved up to Queensland when I was like quite young. Yeah. Um, went to school there and then eventually made my way back to Melbourne via London and, uh, you know, the Aussie abroad. Yep. Yep. Fucking sick. Um, so, and like went up to school, like went to school up in Goldie and stuff like that? Yeah, I went to this um, pretty famous like sports school, yep. Palm Beach. It's like a bunch of AFL, NRL players went there. I made nothing of myself <laughs> there. Um, hence why I don't play sports we have a now, pa- but... We have a Palm Beach here. That's where, oh, really? um, that's where Home and Away is filmed. Like oh. after, it's like the other end of the beaches. So like Manly's down here. Like it's at the north side of it. Yeah, okay. So there you go. We have a couple of AFL players, a couple of NRL players and Fisher is famous from our school. Is is that where Fisher went yeah. to school? Fuck. I don't know whether that's like a good thing or a bad thing. He was exactly the same in school. Really? Yeah. That's, that's really interesting to know. Because I was going to say like he, he'd be an interesting character to see. Like He's a weird cat. Is he? Yeah. In what way? In every way possible. <laughs> What he what he is on stage and on Instagram is not an act. No, (laughs) No. wow! I've always wondered that whether that's like the thing he puts on, but it's just like it's a it's too much to put on. It's real, one hundred percent real. Wow, it's a lot. Yeah, right. Okay, that's really interesting. (laughs) Teachers hated it. (laughs) I can imagine. (laughs) Just like a kid with ADD, (laughs) please just like quiet down. Um, So, when did you first pick up a camera? Uh, I had a little Sony A6000 that I carried around with me just around town, parties, stuff like that, um, on holidays. Um, Didn't probably start taking any actual pictures until I went overseas for the first time. Yep. Um, And then didn't take any actual photos until I started doing music photography. Really? Yeah. So I'm like, just done music. That's it. That's really fucking interesting. Um, You told me the other night that you had a really good first gig story yeah so So i was hit me with that i was doing um like music reviews to get free concert tickets um for a magazine in melbourne called stack i feel Um, like everyone every reviewer starts that way is that the case surely right sure like like, sure that's how i I just wanted to save money 
Yeah, that's how I started like doing photos was because like I just wanted to go to gigs for free because none of my mates would come with me. Yeah, so I was like, all right, well, I'll totally just do this by myself. Review passes are good because you get a plus one. Yeah, photography passes. Never, I'm very not a plus rarely one a ever. plus one. Yeah. So yeah, we had um, I had a review pass for J Cole. He was playing at Margaret Quarter Inn. He's like one of my favorite rappers. Um, and there was a photographer going for the same publication. Yep. And um, a day before the show, he pulled out because he was sick. And they were like, couldn't find anyone to replace. And I like ignorantly said I'd do it awesome. with my like little Sony A6000. Anyway, I got to the venue, had no idea what yep. I was doing. My friend showed me how to change the camera to be in raw. <laughs> um, he's like, just don't change the settings, whatever you do. And you'll take some okay photos, I All guess. Right. I was like, cool. So I like wandered down. Uh, Margaret Court Arena is like a big arena. It's yep. 10,000 cap. And um, I wandered down the stairs down to the photo pit and i just like blazingly walked past security guard and she's like what are you doing i was like i'm a photographer and like walked past her and she didn't stop me so i was standing like side of stage when j cole's whole dreamville team standing there sitting Wait, sorry on stage side of stage like there's like stairs that go up to the stage yeah. so i was like on the ground right but side of stage gotcha 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 it's like behind all these techies and like right. sound techs and stuff and they had like this huge camera rig that that Dreamville team were controlling. Yeah. And I like stood there through both supports. No one stopped me. No one told me <laughs> to do something. I was just standing around and um, he walked out on stage and I was just like, not one other photographer around. I was like, that's weird. What? He's like a big rapper. Yeah. So I walked into the pit, fired off like five photos and then these like two huge security guards, like I'm 6'4 and these guys are huge. Fuck. They like tap me on the shoulder and they're like, what the fuck are you doing here? And I was like, please, please, please. I'm the photographer. And he's like, it's so cringe to talk about. Um, And they were like, get the fuck out of here. And then they like dragged me to the side. um, And I was walked over. I was like, sorry, I'm not under, I'm not sure what the issue is. Like I have this pass. It's for front of house. And they're like, front of house is over there. (laughs) And they pointed back to the back of the room and there's like, 15 photographers standing on the oh, barrier yeah, with like then. 200 mils and 400 mil cameras. And um, so I like walked, he's like, you got to go over there. And we like shook hands. Everything was sweet. Like yeah. they knew that I, they could see that I had no idea yeah. that I was doing the wrong thing. And I walked over to the sound thing and I saw them all with these huge professional cameras. And I had this little A6000 with a 50 mil lens kit oh, on it. Oh God. And um, I just put it in my jacket pocket and walked back to my review chair <laughs> and sat down. <laughs> Fuck you guys. I, I got my shots. Yeah. That's all I want. I like submitted the photos to my editor. I was like, I only have five photos. Two of them are in focus, <laughs> but they're from the pit. Um, I edited them in the photos app from <laughs> on Apple or didn't even know I needed Lightroom. It's like so blazingly ignorant. And um, she was like, so you're the only person on this whole tour with a pit photo of J. Cole. I'm like, I guess so. Yup. And um, yeah, that was my first show. Genius. (laughs) And like you waited, there's just like you waiting through the supports. Like if it was any other photographer, they'd be like, I'm just going to wait here. I didn't know I was allowed to shoot them. Oh, really? I thought I only had a pass to shoot J. Cole. (laughs) Who were the supports? Did anyone Uh, I think it was like bars. It was the other Dreamville, like the smaller Dreamville rappers. Right, okay. They're so insular that like... Yeah, label they just look after each other which is awesome yeah that's sick yeah that's really funny just like hanging out and just like waiting for the supports to finish so you can shoot jay like two hours of it was fun <laughs> i like what it took me so long to tell anyone about it oh, i was like so, so cringed 
That's so funny. And then like that was that was like two years ago. And like now looking back at it now, I'm like, how did I not know? To be fair, like the first gig I like first proper gig I shot, I didn't know the three song rule. And so I was it was Title Fight. I was just sitting there watching them. Title Fight are like one of my favourite bands of all time. And like I was just like watching this crowd just go fucking mental. I was like, this is sick. Like I'm right in front of them. And then someone tapped me on the shoulder and was like, you've got to get out the first three songs. And I was like, oh, I didn't take a photo. I took like, oh. three photos. <laughs> I was like, fuck. I thought I was in it the whole game. Uh, now they're gone. Yeah, and... I was like, ah, well. Now, no for next time. Yeah. There's shit lighting, so it's fine. It's, um, it's interesting now when you see... Because you can sit, tell when there's a new photographer in the 100%, kit. yeah. And um, some people are quite hard on them. Yeah. Because they need to learn their lesson. Yeah. And, um, but I like try to... If I see them looking confused and like you got to bail after three and yeah the only thing i say if it's someone's new is just don't put your fucking don't wear your backpack just yeah that shits me and like older photographers do it too and it's like fuck off like it just it's limited room as it is i'm a big boy like just same i'm yeah. so conscious of being in people's way in me the too and like being like too tall and shit like yeah. that i'm just like fuck like, like there's these like tiny fans like especially like a show like I remember I shot Rule at the forum. Yeah. His fans are all like 16-year-old girls. Yeah. Mad fanatic stands, like... And I was just so conscious of being in their way. Yeah. Because I know that they've waited since like 8 a.m. to be also, on the barrier. And they're also paid to be there. Do yeah. You know I mean? Like, we, we get in for free. And I if think, not, we're being paid, to, like, to do it. Yeah. Like I think it's a... It's something that we don't... Not all photographers consider all the time. Is yeah. that, like, the show is a time between the artist... And the fans. Yeah. And we're just there to try and capture a yep. little bit of it. 100%. Um, so, yeah, I think that, like, as soon as we start thinking of ourselves more than that, it's just, like, ego, too much ego comes 100%. into it. 100%. And people are just like, oh, this first three songs is not enough time. Like, why can't we have the whole set? I'm just like, this isn't about you. Like, yeah. grow up. It's, like, they've given you, an, like, an allocated time where they're giving you an opportunity to do your thing. And it's like... If you can't do something in that time, then that's your fucking fault. Like I, it's, if I don't have AAA, I don't want more than three songs because yeah. I will take too many pictures. 100%. <laughs> like maybe like the last three songs would be cool because you get a bit more of the atmosphere. That's what like, Foles do, yeah? Yeah. Which is sick. That was, that was really fucking cool, but it's because he jumps into the crowd at the end. They love that shot, hey? The crowd interaction stuff. I love stuff, yeah. that shit. That's my bread and butter. Yeah. Because I, I, like, I followed them and like, I knew... Yeah, was, Sam Neill is like yeah. incredible. It was like two weeks after their like Glastonbury show. Yeah. And I saw the, I literally saw the whole set and saw him like knew what songs he was going in and when. And because hmm. they said like, don't like, can't, you can't be in there for the first three, come in for the last three. And I was like, sweet. But I know he goes into the crowd on like the second song. So I was just like in the pit, like waiting, just, like, like in the crowd, just like waiting to get a show. So in. you're allowed to watch the show yeah, yeah, until yeah. those three songs well this was Splendor so it was oh, like it was like okay. a festival yeah. so it was like they just like just don't come back until like the last three um, I think they gave us a time and it was just like come back this time we'll sort you out I was like sweet yeah okay there is, they're like top of my bucket list band dude they're mental it's fucking mental um, they're that, like, I think Rage or someone did like the Splendor highlights oh and yeah they like filmed the set and you just see all these like maybe 30 photographers just hounding him like while he's yeah. trying to get to the crowd it's just I've like, seen so many different perspectives of the same shot, shot at Splendor yeah. um, and you know like one of the photographers have taken it from this side and you can see 40 other photographers yeah. in the other side of the picture and, and it's so hard to one like, person has a clean shot yeah it's so hard to get like that when there's so many people fighting for it yeah it's just like yeah it's epic though like that 
photo pit had like the best photographers in Australia. Yeah, like hard. Yeah, it's which is mental. wild. Yeah, absolutely mental. But I mean, you weren't there, so that doesn't oh, count. That's true. Um, so after that first gig, then did you just say like that was this is what I want to do now? I just never wanted to write another thing again. For really? I just, just like this is this is what I want to do. Yeah. I just that like the dopamine hit of yep. being in the pit. Yep. I was like, never felt anything like that before. It's fucking like, big. So that like, went out the next day and I bought a new camera, like a better camera. Hectic. Um, it was still not a good camera, yeah. but it was better than... What was it? Uh, it was an A7, so it just went up. So have you been Sony the whole I've time? I've never used a Canon or Nikon camera <sighs> ever. That's interesting. Um, so I used... I used a Canon camera for a festival and it was so heavy. Yeah, they are, like, they are heavy. Like, it's just... If you're not used to them, like, it's... I'd only ever use mirrorless. Yeah. And, um, I mean, I would like to learn how to use, like, a good Canon camera, but... You don't need, I mean, you don't need to anymore. That's the thing. Like, everyone's moving away from them. Yeah, um, true. I don't think I ever will just because I, I just like the the physical feeling of taking a shot, right? Like, I don't think the Sonys give that to you, like, that click of yeah, the camera. Yeah, okay. I I'll, the ones I've used don't yeah. give you that same... I think that, yeah, the A7 and the A6 and the A6 III don't. They, like, feel quite point and shoot. Yep. Um, but when you go up to, like, the high-end models, they, they still feel like an expensive, beefy yep. camera, I guess. But, um, yeah, I've only ever used point and shoot film and A7, like, Sony. Yeah, hectic. Because I think I used, through Europe with Sons of the East... Uh, like they bought a Sony camera for like um, videos and stuff and using it for video was insane. Like it's a it's, great video camera. It's just amazing. Yeah, like the it, low light, low light is amazing. It makes my average like videography look like yeah. adequate kind of thing. Whereas uh, using my camera would be like... I have no like dramas offering like short film yep. because I know that my camera can do it. So yep. I can fix anything in post. Yep. And I feel like we know as photographers, you know which angles, like it's just yep. practice, but... Um, yeah, I've started to do a little bit more of that. Yeah. Just as we're moving towards, I think that photographers need it now. hundred percent. You have to be able to offer something else. Yeah. If you, yeah, if you're just well. doing photos, like it's, it's good, but like for, if you're wanting to make a career out of it, it's just, yeah, people don't 100%. want to pay you just for photos unless it's like those huge artists. Um, and like, if you're just starting out, like you're not going to get those opportunities to tour with Drake or do you know what I mean? Like yeah. someone who can afford to have just a photographer and just a videographer and, for sure. There's so many good people that do both yeah. equally, like Chevin in Melbourne yeah. is like a freak. They Jack have you ever met Jack Rudder? Uh I not on not IRL. <laughs> he's insane. Like yeah. watching him work is just His work's crazy. He's a fucking workhorse. He gets his insane shots, but also like he's just everywhere and gets everything on video and also like You photos. see some moments and you're like, How did they get that on video and yeah. still? <laughs> it's mental. I don't know how he does it. But yeah, I saw him doing it at Unify for Polaris and I was like amazing yeah it's just so good it's just the video editing time it's just yeah like i think i've got a good flow with stills where you can just get through really quick and yeah got your presets and like yeah, yeah, yeah you yeah. know what you're doing it's just bang you bang, can do bang, it you bang, can bang, like after your eyes closed as literally after a year of doing it you can do it with your eyes closed like yeah. you don't even look at the photo you're editing you be like that needs to go there 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 and then you look at the finished product and go, yep. Yeah, have like good. a full routine at home. Like you yep. finish the show, you get home, put my memory card into, start loading it onto my hard drive, yep. have a shower. Have a shower, time, yeah. And by the time I'm out, crack yep. a beer or something, yep. start editing, uh, get like 10 hero shots for the artist, yep. go to bed, finish the rest the next day. I used to do it all the night 
like that night and yeah. like send them out at like 3 a.m. and then go to sleep and then go to work at like 10 and just be like, that was it. That done. sounds like a nightmare. It was fun. Like work, I don't know for whatever reason, I used to work in a warehouse and when they hired me, it was the hours were 10 to 4. I was like, okay, cool, that's fine, it works for me. And then they moved warehouse and everyone else's hours changed to 9 to 5. But they didn't, like, I would always just still come in at 10. And then the boss, I think the boss came in late one day and saw me arrive. He's like, what are you doing coming in at 10? And I was like, you hired me to come in at 10. Like, this is, my hours haven't changed. She goes, no, you come, you come in at 9 from now on. I was like, fuck, that sucks. Yeah, I, um, I have, like, a corporate job yeah. as well. So, it's, like, at an office, 9 to 5 yeah. as well. So, like, I'm, like, really conscious of, I don't want my photography work to ever affect that. Yeah. And I would, like the worst case scenario is someone from work being like, oh, are you tired because you were taking photos? Ah, uh, yeah. So like, I don't, I don't even know how many people, probably just ruined it now, but I don't know how many people at work actually know that I oh, really? do photography. I just assume, because you work, am I allowed to say where you work? Yeah. At like JB? Yeah, yeah the at the head office, yeah. So I just assumed you worked for Stack Magazine. No, so I'm like a um, a buyer for... Right. Um, it's completely separate. Right. Stack okay. is like a... Um, they're owned by a publishing company and they're right. basically JB's subcontract to them gotcha, gotcha, to make gotcha. the magazine. Oh, okay. Because I so, just thought you were just like somehow it was like that was your full-time gig, like running it or no, doing something. No, it's, it's all separate and it all just linked in together. Wow. Like I'm good friends with the editor of Stack. That's, That's how sick. I got that in. And then they loved that I was at JB because it ties it all together. 100%. And, yeah, it keeps it in the family. That's fucking Yeah, bad. so I still do like a little bit of editorial stuff for them. Yep. Um, for features and things like that. But yep. um, yeah, mostly it's just, just for... I haven't actually shot with them for... A year or two now, yeah, like, wow. um, just like best before, yeah. Um, with Jordan and then actual artist stuff, I guess. Yes, yeah, so, so stuff. Is that mainly where all the work's coming from now? Is like straight from artists and yeah, like um, Triple J and whatnot. Yeah, yeah, it's all all pretty planned out now, and then yeah. I fill the gaps with shows that I want to shoot. Cool. And those ones, I mean, there's um, there's only a couple of us with best before in Melbourne, so. Yeah. Um, kind of get like free reign of that's, those shows. That's sick. That's the dream. Supply for the ones I want myself. Yep. And uh, we'll come. We're gonna come back to that Triple J thing because I've got a few questions about that. Um, but so you were kind of like late to the scene, I guess, or like a late starter compared to like a lot of people who were already in it. Like I guess like yeah, your, your Ian's, your Kane, like um, Jordan, like they've been doing it for a while, whereas you were kind of like a late. Yeah, I'm, um, yeah, I'm 32. Yeah. Um, so I started at two, started taking photos two years ago. That Jay Culture was a bit over two years ago. Yeah. Um, so I always felt like I was, I, I don't know, people look at me like I'm older than them. So they just assume that I have more experience. Yeah, but, right. Um, there's people much younger than me that have been shooting for a lot longer than yeah. me. Um, but I think that the age actually kind of helped because it's like maturity and understanding yeah, and like, how the business works but and, also just like your own confidence levels in yourself kind of thing do you know what I mean yeah. like you're like you're like you're a man like I'm like a, <laughs> I'm still like a self-conscious little fucking teenager oh, at my 20, son at tw- exactly at 23 <laughs> and like it's just I don't know I, I'm hoping by like in 10 years or whatever like my confidence would just be like just as, as a human not like an artist but just in myself would just be yeah. like, like evened out like I know what I can do I know what I can't do like I'm yeah when i first started i felt i was like quite conscious of my age and like my inexperience levels because there was that i guess like assumed experience that i had because of my age um but i had like i've had some really great conversations with people like michelle under and matt walter and stuff who are older than um than me and have been doing it for a long time and michelle didn't start shooting until she was yeah 
much older super, as well. Super I think yeah. maybe the same age, a little bit younger than I am now. Um, and you know, she's a superstar. So. Yeah, she's the, like one of the best. Yeah, that's mental. Um, I had something to say about that. Oh yeah, but like all the old dudes, like in the pit, and like you assume they've got like all this experience, and you see their finished products. I'm like, did you edit these, or are these just straight from the camera? Like, what did you? Just a quick turnaround. Just yeah, it's just straight like, out of camera. All bang. you've done is just t- like tilt your camera to get that Dutch angle, and that's it. Like, I don't. Understand. I hate Dutch angles so much. Me too. And I didn't know what it was at first, and I was like, why are these all crooked? Yeah. And someone told me, oh no, that's what they're trying to do. I'm like, oh. I asked them, I was like, why, like, why? And they're like, I don't know, it's just a thing. I'm like, Can you fit more in the, I, in the frame? Is I, that what the I thinking think so, is? I think so, maybe, but also just like, step back. The only like, thing I like, the only technical thing anyone ever sort of like showed me was like a rule of thirds. Yeah. And I yeah, still yeah. don't even reckon I follow that very often, I, but. I st- yeah, it's, it just, that's a hit and miss. I just like, like see something that looks cool. Yeah. And I take press the button. That's the thing. Like people, like some people have an eye for it and other people just don't. Yeah. And like the ones that have an eye for it tend to, I don't know, come out with those shots that just like no one ever thinks of doing kind yeah. of thing, if that makes sense. Like just. I just don't, I think I'm like, I hate taking pictures of just like standing in front of a guitar at the yeah. microphone because there's hundreds and thousands of pictures of them already. Yeah. So I don't, I don't even take a raw image of that. Yeah. Just like I'll take a picture of like stuff around the stage or, you know, their feet on the pedal or something yeah. like that just for like a different perspective just because like that's what I want to see from the show. Yeah. And if it resonates with other people, then that's great. But if it doesn't, then who cares? Yeah. It's like, I don't know, like a band like the DMAs who are insanely good and they're like, they're so good live, but their stage presence, like they just don't have it like to shoot. I just, I yeah. find shooting them is just like, oh, like it's fine. They don't really do anything. Yeah. I think that they're getting better. Like, yeah. I saw them at Laneway this year and yep. they were they were actually quite great to shoot. They did a lot of like cool guitar oh, poses sick. above okay, their head sick. and stuff. But I do know what you mean. I've shot them yep. quite a few times. I've sh- yeah, I've shot them like five times, but maybe not to, like in over a year. I so. think that they're at that level where they're becoming quite a big band that it's the show is as important as the music. Okay, cool. Well, that's, that's yeah. good to know that they've And they have great... The lighting's amazing. Insane. Every yeah. show they and have. They've sounds, got like eight people on stage yeah, too. Yeah, and it's, but it sounds so good. Like yeah. seeing them at Splendor, it's just like unbelievable. I would love to see them in England. Yeah, I'd love to see that too. It's, um, I was with... I can't remember who I was with, but I like a recording studio and one of the dudes from DMAs was helping out. And he was just telling us stories about... um like I, can't, I think it was Noel Gallagher like took them around. Yeah to like their or Liam I don't know which one but like their local pub surely and, it was Liam right yeah I think so or whichever <laughs> I don't fucking know um, and they're all like just in a corner and like people would just come up and just say hey to Liam and like or whichever brother it was and he'd just be like like hey but no one would bother him because like he's just he's out and about in that town so yeah. often that he's not like a, it's not a novelty anymore just to see him right but like when I picked you up from the wharf before I walked past Carl Stefanovic and I was like it's Carl. Oh, I didn't even like, notice him. No, 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 like it was like as we were walking oh, to right. he was just sitting in a restaurant. I was like, it's fucking Carl Stefanovic, he's having lunch. Wow. Like, there you go. Of course he is at the wharf though. Yeah. It's the spot to be. It is. I mean it's fucking beautiful. <laughs> of course it is. Um but yeah, just like back to those like old people. It's just like the experience doesn't I don't know, experience doesn't necessarily mean that you're good kind of thing. I also think I mean? that sometimes those overly overly experienced photographers it can be a detriment to their work because they've just they've done it all before yeah and they're stuck in their ways everything they want to achieve they know what they want like it's not exciting when you, yep. 
you know, every day I see a new photographer on Instagram. I'm like, where the fuck did you come from? Yeah. And that's like, I love, I love it so I much. I love saying it. Like I feel threatened by it, but like, it's just, it's also so sick to see. It's this. like threatening in the best way possible. Yeah. Like I never like, oh my God, they're going to steal my work. It's, no, it's never like that. Um, but I'm just like, holy shit, they're just doing so much. I'm like, I need to learn how to edit like that because yeah. what the fuck? It's like, what am I doing? Like, if this person knows how to do that, like, I I know nothing. Yeah, this person could do this and whatever. I'm like, oh, I'm out of this is out of my league kind of thing. It's interesting seeing like, I see a lot of photographers come through, and when you see the photographers that have done like a, a class, like a photography school or something, yeah. just can't tell them apart. Really. Like their work, like I think because they're so structured into like this is how you take a good photo. Yeah, and I just like I don't agree with um like a photography school in terms of like you can tell someone how to take a good photo. No, but like it's art, it's subjective. It's, totally. Yeah. So someone might think it's a good photo. Yeah, that yeah, that's the whole thing. It's just um, I, yeah, I'd never like I'm completely self-taught. Never, yeah, never same. been to a course like no nothing. But like my best mate Riley, he's he's doing a degree. But it, it wasn't like the degree he's doing isn't more like this is how you take a photo. They want more about like the context and how you set the shot up. And, oh, like, that's what it means. that's totally different. It's like yeah. all the theory of it and like he like all about the history and they. You using- see, I I'm more referring to those like short short oh, courses where yeah. it's like learn how to be a photographer. Yeah, and they right. kind of just show you how to use a five D. Like, yeah, gotcha. That's what I mean. Um, but yeah, his one's like, they're like, did, um, learn to use like different film mediums and stuff like large yeah, format that's cameras. Cool. It's fucking insane. I would love to, I would do like a masterclass on like medium format. Yeah. Just to understand more yeah. of the, like how to use it. Cause if I picked up a, um, medium format camera now, I'd have no idea. Dude, how to medium use it. format, like people love 35 mil and just like the, um, convenience of it. But medium format is just insane. Yeah. It's I just, saw, um, Billy did some stuff with. Grenade jumper, grenade think, jumper, yeah, which was sick. And Michelle just did some stuff on medium format with Rule that came out. Today. Oh, I saw that. That looked really rough. Epic, it's yeah. so like if you do it right, it's so clean and yeah. just easy. Like way, it's just heaps too good. Um, so like I said, you're a late incomer. Yeah. So what was it like? Had you had like seen much of the scene before? You kind of got into it, and like, did you know? Uh, I think I followed three photographers before oh, I didn't. <laughs> I think it was um. Matt Walter, Adam L. Machias, and Ian. Yeah. And that was just because they, I loved the day to remember. Yeah. I loved the bands that they worked with. Yeah. Um, so I'd followed them. And then the first time I took a photo, I like looked at a hashtag for that band or something. Yeah. And then all these photographers just popped up and I was like, like, I, I think you were, you were one of the first I'd seen. I saw that picture of the guy getting dragged out of the pub. Yeah um jordan jess like all of those like epic photographers and um i was like holy shit there's like a whole industry of these people i didn't even know (laughs) yeah it's just like a whole thing like you'd never see but like yeah once you're in it's like how did i not know this i don't think i'd ever noticed a photographer properly at a show before and i'm like that's great me too i want i don't want to see the photographer i never want to i never want to say but now i'm constantly like when i'm just at a gig by myself i'm constantly looking to see like where their photographer is and stuff like that i'm just looking to see if they're in a watch black or white shirt yeah i had like cardinal sin i got i got burnt so bad really it's i was shooting a show at the forum for dz death rays they did like a thing with pop yeah oh uh, yeah i was at that i was at that tour yeah and um i 
I think I was running late. I came straight from work. I had a white t-shirt on. Oh. I was just like three photos in the pit. It's yep. fine. I'll just like quickly duck in, take the photos. And um, Jamie Timoney from um, these New South Wales came out just before DZ yep. came out. And he was doing these like horrible, great, I mean, uh, Simpsons <laughs> impressions. Oh, is this the Marge Simpson yeah. one? Yeah. I saw him do it at uh, South By. And then no one laughed because it was just full of um, people, like corporate people. And then he just completely flipped and was like, fuck you and your lanyards. And it was just like going at the crowd. And I was like, this is epic. The same thing happened at the forum. I think it's <laughs> yeah. part of the act. <laughs> um, but yeah, the um, Lockie from the band w- had put up an Instagram story of Jamie doing it from side of stage. And he yep. zoomed across and you just saw like me glowing. Oh no. Uh, it looks like um, Mr. Burns when he's the alien in The <laughs> Simpsons. <laughs> like glowing white it was like a fresh white t-shirt too and um i was like i replied to i was like oh no this is horrible he's like you look like a floating traffic cone (laughs) and then he went and found a picture that ian was shooting for them that night yeah he found a picture ian took from the back of stage it's like this epic like guitar pose that um shane was doing and it's just me in the middle, glowing white. And they're like, we couldn't use this because you were in it. I was like, oh my God. I And they posted on Twitter, like, to me to like... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like, nice. Um, it was funny. And um, I've never worn a white... No. I don't even wear them really during the day. Just Neither. I've got that. like two white shirts in that rack over there. I just always... Yeah, I have black. a bag of like 20 AS color black t-shirts. <laughs> yeah. It's just the same shit. Yeah. yeah. I've seen people like go on stage in like bright orange hoodies and I was like, what are you doing? The more hip, when I first started shooting, like J. Cole was obviously like the first one, but I don't think I really did. Once I started doing it regularly and was shooting shows, you know, two or three times a week, they were always like indie punk rock, like yep. the Melbourne, I guess Triple J scene, like Hockey Dads and DC Adults yep. and press clubs and stuff like that. And it wasn't until I started to do more artist work and festival work with hip hop acts that I started seeing more photographers that were like just wiling Wild. out in their in their fits, like yeah. full orange tracksuits. Yeah, and they're standing on stage. Yeah, as well. it's, it's like, something Whoa. to do with hip hop. Like, they just don't give a flying fuck if they're seen. Like, they're like yeah. if the dudes are like I know the Ray Shreman guys. Like they were in the crowd at FOMO or something, and their like photographer or videographer was literally just on the edge of the stage, bright orange, like visible, and just like had like his little gimbal out and was yeah. just it like wasn't even doing anything just holding yeah i up. remember that dude he was like in like a fishnet yeah like fluoro fishnet shirt in melbourne and um th- that show was wild by the way yeah. they're set like we got kicked out after 90 seconds because the crowd was pushing too far forward oh really and it was just too wild the screws like everyone out wow he like i got like champagne sprayed in my face and <laughs> i think out. i cop i cop the champagne as well but they um they did this. I think the security did the same thing, but then they saw me. I think Jess with Triple A's, and they're like, "Well, you guys can stay." I yeah, was like, I was age. shooting it for a publication, so uh, yeah, right. I think Jordan and Jess and stuff stayed in Melbourne as well. Yeah, but that was like the only set I stayed in for. And then they like they lit a joint on like mid set, and I was like, "That like I can smell that." And I just come back from America. And I was like, "I know that's good stuff because you cannot get that here." <laughs> that is like, how'd you get it in? I was like, "That is some fucking good shit." Which is wild because FOMO's in all ages. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not sure if it was all ages. It would have been. It, it was that. Been. It was that that's Nicki Minaj. Whole, that's yeah. the whole thing. And yeah, it was just. I mean, but they're also spraying champagne, so it's like true. You know, like it's true. Like, it was like 40 degrees that day, so I was happy to get. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Copper load <laughs> yeah. of like 
bubbles. Every in the year, without a doubt, it's like forty degrees on Fermo Day. Yeah, it's fucked. I've, oh, I mean, I've only ever been once. Yeah, and it was disgustingly hot. Yeah. I was sweating through like two oh, different okay. t-shirts. Rest in peace. Fermo. <laughs> um, so when you like when you were starting out, did you have an idea of what your photos wanted to look like? I um no, I and I think that that was a good thing. Like, okay. I didn't really have any preconceived ideas. I really love black and white photography. Yeah. It just seems timeless to me. And also at the start, I didn't know how to manipulate colors. Yep. Um, so I'm slowly bringing more color in even now. Um, the shows I'm shooting are a bit better lit too, so it's yep. easier to get color out of them. But 100%. Um, yeah, like there's a lot of photos. When I was first learning to edit, I just watched this like random YouTube video. Mm. And they said something like, or what, like the first thing you do when you edit your photo is change it to black and white and play with the highlights and shadows and tones. Yeah. And then it will give you a better idea of how to play with skin tones and stuff. Like okay. when you're not worrying about what the color looks like. Yeah. And then after you finish, change it back to color and see how you've edited. Right. And I don't know why, and I don't know if it's even effective, but it's just something that resonated with me and I've yeah, done right. it ever since. Um, but it also means that I spend the whole time editing a photo black and white. So I get really attached to it being a black and white yeah. photo. Um, but yeah, I, I think I wanted that. I just wanted to capture like raw moments, people screaming, the crowd. Like I really love the crowd interaction shots that we get. And yeah. um, it's just something that if I was a fan and I saw it, I'd be like, oh, that reminds me of when they played this show. Like, that's kind of what I'm always, like, looking for is yeah. somewhere where a fan would love see the photo and be like, that reminds me of that show and I love that show and yeah. blah, blah, blah. Speaking of that, I got... I haven't told anyone this, but I got hit up, like, maybe a few months ago about... Um, I can't remember. I think it was at Trophy Eyes, like, that Frankie's show we were talking about where they were playing, like, their last... like Yeah, hardcore. those photos are wild. Yeah, and someone was like, hey, I was at that gig with my boyfriend at the time he's passed on now but like do you have any photos of it i just love to see like him because he was he wasn't from sydney his friends dragged him to that gig yeah like, wow. he loved trophy eyes um, but his friends dragged him to the gig and stuff like that and i was like fuck like I did hope. you have any yeah apparently like i had some she's like oh, i want to pay you i was like absolutely not like yeah. just take the photos like that's just like i don't know that made me feel like really special that i was able to give that yeah it's really like, nice yeah and it was like a year and a half on and like they were just like hey like i know you were there do you have any i was like yeah like, holy yeah shit. Like, it's just i don't know and she was like yeah just like i was so i because it was after i reposted some like ages like a few months ago or something yeah like i just went through the pandemic again. posting yeah posted it again and um yeah she hit me up and i was like holy shit like it's just such a weird yeah. scenario I felt really bad, but I was like... Must have been pretty overwhelming, though, to, like, think about that when yeah. you're looking for this person that, you know, is not around anymore. 100%. I, I, like, I didn't want to, like, dig through the photos. I just sent them all the photos. Like, here's the folder of the gig. You go through and... Oh, if you see yeah, any, awesome. If, if you see any that you like, just use them. How do you feel about um, when you're... I think I always get lots of requests after a show, like, hey, I was there. Can hey, Do you have any photos of me? Yeah. I, um, I tend to ask, like, where were you? Or kind of thing. Yeah. Um, or, I don't know. I vet, like, usually I'll just say, like, hey, they're the band's... Pro I'm shooting for the band. They're not my kind of photos. Like, you'll have to ask the band and whatnot. Um, I think it's, like, a case-by-case case thing, right? Yeah, just kind of case-by-case case thing. But, vet, like, rarely will they, like, get angry. Like, usually if they're, it's not... Then if they're just, just in the crowd. Like, if they've crowd surfed and stuff like that, they'll be like, hey, did you have any... Yeah. I'll be like, yeah, I'll, like, I'll send yeah, it. Yeah, I've had a few times like that where they're like, oh, my partner's crowd surfed at that bug show. Yeah. 
did you get any pictures from the back? And I'm like, oh, I did actually. And same thing. They're like, can I buy it? Or yeah. I'm like, mm, just take it. Like, yeah. You, yeah. Usually I post like crowd photos in the set of like that gig. So like they'll see if they're, if they're in shot. Kind yeah. Of thing, and okay. then they'll hit me up. If not, like it's... I've got a pretty good like recollection for faces. Really? So I'm horrible. When I see, if I see someone recognizable on the barrier yep. and then they hit me up. I'm like, Oh, I actually like, I got you. Yeah. But if you more than one row back, I would have no, like no idea. Yeah. Unless you jumped up on stage. Yeah. And, like diving over the yeah. barrier. The request at June rats when people get up to do beer bongs. Yep. Did you get that picture of me doing a beer bong? Yeah, I did actually. Yeah, dude. Of course I did. <laughs> of course I did. <laughs> um, so what was it like to be kind of like an outsider, like walking in and not knowing anyone uh like being into, on the inside now yeah i it was really interesting because i didn't know any other photographers when i started so yep. i didn't have anyone that i could ask for help yeah or ask for advice um one of my best mates does a bit of like commercial work and yep. photography work so anything technical i needed i asked him yep. um but yeah like i just kind of like followed more and more photographers that i looked up to mm-hmm um it's kind of like one of my friends says all the time like never be the best person in the room like you always want to be surrounded by people that inspire you so i just made sure that everyone that i followed and interacted with all people who like inspired my work and stuff so i mean that's how friendships like ours started like just from online and um matt walter reached out and was like if you ever have any questions about the industry just hit me up and i love that dude we still talk all the time now and um it's cool to see like he he did a few little podcasts and videos and stuff a couple of years ago and it was kind of like about starting out yeah um his podcast series is is really great has a few tips and stuff Uh, you can't come onto my podcast and then plug another podcast are you fucking (laughs) kidding uh no it is very it is very fucking good but yeah it was cool he said like this really interesting thing that stuck with me about like when you first start your friends will tell you that your photos are great yep and then when your photos get good, they'll tell you that they're really great. Yep. And then they'll tell you that they're, these photos are actually really good. Yep. Um, and I've been through that process now and it's really funny to like look back. I'm like, yeah, Matt was, Matt was right. Yeah. Because I, I looked back at my photos. I must have been at the start of pandemic. I just scrolled to the bottom, bottom of my Instagram and I went, these are shit. I archived like 200 images <laughs> from my Instagram feed. <laughs> I was just like, if someone wants to, oh, mine's like available to see. If you want to go through them, go. There's, I've got a thousand posts on Instagram. If you want to go see my shit ones, you have to do the work. Go, go, like, go yeah. dig. But they're just like shit. But people was like, oh, this stuff's so good. Like, I was like, oh, yeah. Like I was, I thought I was king of the world back then. <laughs> and then like I look at them now, I'm like, oh, that's that's yeah. what I was sending into publications. Like, now oh. I'm like, I want to shoot all those bands again now, so yeah, I can see, so I can update update those um, yeah, photos on like, the website those photos aren't on the website on my website now they're not anywhere to find online like yeah now i need to like it's like i haven't shot the band now just like start again like those first that first year and a half was just like practice just practice yeah no one ever there's no proof there's yeah. no proof in so if being. you want to go dig it on my page you're not gonna find anything <laughs> yeah, good fucking luck. you'll still find some average photos but not the bad ones <laughs> not the super freaking bad ones um so you see so now do quite a lot of work for triple j in melbourne yeah, it started to pick up a lot. Um, we were doing a lot of work together since Listen Out last year. Yep. Um, and yeah, obviously, like everything's shut down now. But um, yeah, that was a really great relationship to build. Um, 
have like quite a few friends at the station now. Yep. Um, so it's cool to cool to do that work because they just have so much pull. A hundred percent. Yeah. So and so much exposure as well. Yeah. Um, Listen out was great. Like AAA, not on the festival team, so I didn't have a brief. I just had a list of artists that they wanted. They definitely needed captured. Yep. Um, they were all artists that I was going to shoot anyway. It was just the ones that they'd been promoting on Triple J, you know, right. like Lakeley Forty Seven, JPEG Mafia, Denzel Curry. Yeah. Do they say like we want uh, like this type of shot, or they just say we want a photo of him? No, the look, the brief was super loose. Just right. you do your thing. Okay. Cool. Um, like we're we're hiring capture you. the event, capture the atmosphere. Cool. Any cool crowd interaction. The only thing they said what the only brief they really give is they don't want socials. Yeah. Right. They don't want just like your typical stand there and pose and take a picture which um which i love because i hate doing socials me too um unless it's like a really cool moment of like the crowd doing something um so that was their only thing which was great saved me heaps of time not having to do that you know you get some briefs where it's like take 50 socials as well but it's sick that they like said we're hiring you because we want you to do yeah we want your work but we just obviously want your work with these artists that we want kind of thing but it's sick that they said we're not giving you a brief you're free to do yeah there was a bit of um structure around they wanted pictures live edited on the day so um that's like a lot of work obviously so i'd be flagging pictures in camera um yeah and then take running back to the thing for 45 minutes submit in a whatsapp they usually have like a liaison on ground so it's like whether it's like bridget stacy google or someone like that Mm. um so you just whatsapping pictures to them and they post them on the socials sick how, so how did that start like that, those connections and then getting like working your way up Triple J like, yeah um, I've been been friends with Claire Mooney from Unearth for quite a long time before she music. is a gem she's the future of Australian yeah, 100%. music 100% yeah. her and Debbie like they're they're gonna run it yeah then that was the next person I was gonna say Claire and Debbie are two people that I've been friends with for a long time now and um, so that's Debbie Carr Debbie Carr everyone who, uh, at Debbie Carr notes. Um, yeah, so I was doing, they just sort of suggested that to someone at Triple J, they wanted a new Melbourne photographer. They're like, you should hire, it's here. <laughs> yep. Um, so then I did that and they were super happy with the work. Um, Claire Bracken, who runs the marketing mm. for Triple J, um, she was super happy. And then it just sort of built, um, the relationship built from there. So we're doing down to earth and there's a bunch of stuff coming up this year and That's so fun maybe next year, but yeah, it's, it's. In terms of exposure of my work, it's been the, the biggest thing that yep. has happened to, like online, I guess, to my work. Um, they've got so many followers and all that sort yep. of stuff. So. Well, they're just like the monopoly on like Oz Music kind of thing. Like, so like yeah. if, if like everyone's following them and like they post one of your photos and tag you, it's like they're literally millions of people yeah. seeing that photo. It gets lost in the feed, in their feed real quick. I guess like- They on, post so much. On festival days and stuff like that, it would because they're posting like 20 times a day. Yeah. So on- but they're all your photo. Yeah, that's true. So there's like a block of, you know, 12 pictures that are all yours. Yeah. Um, so on the day, I had to turn my phone off because I was just like, turn, like I deleted Instagram off my phone because it was like- Oh, really? Just like, bing, 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 wow. bing, bing, bing. I've turned, like, I turned my notifications off like a year ago. I usually I don't get that many. So. Oh, really? <laughs> but you know, like when people like, like your photo and it's like, like if you're getting like, just say like a hundred likes, like it's a bit of, fuck, it's a bit annoying. Yeah. I, I turn that off and it's, it's so good because like I'll post a photo, forget that I Go posted a, a couple photo. of hours later. Yeah, and I'm like, whoa, like holy shit, that blew up. Yeah, like, didn't even expect that. Like, it's just... Well, it's just a little hit of dopamine. Yeah, the only <laughs> thing like the only notification I've got is if I'm tagged in a photo, 
um, I can't oh yeah why the fuck did they take yeah, me that's in a good it. idea so which is it's good I'd highly recommend that for like your own mental health if you're into that Jack Rudder was the one that suggested that when I interviewed him he said he just got rid of it because it was like didn't want to post for the sake of posting kind of thing like yeah. to get that dopamine hit so if he took the dopamine thing out of it where like he wasn't getting notified every time someone liked yeah photo, okay it was kind of just better for him I think there's you can set it up so that you get notified when people you follow oh. like or comment yeah. so you don't get all of the like randoms gotcha. um, the random likes yeah. or if I don't know. Yeah, maybe like a comment or like tags and stuff is a good idea. Yeah. I mean, we all spend too much time on our phones anyway, 100%. so yep. anything to drop that off. A hundred percent. So I guess like, I don't know, you're a bit older, so you'd have a much better understanding on how to network and talk to people and how to present, you work in a corporate job, so how to present yourself to an employer. And then just, I mean, Triple J picking you up and then you getting that job pretty quickly. Like that's just a testament to how good you are at that as well as your photo work. So yeah. do you have any like networking tips or tips on like up and coming photographers on how to present themselves yeah. online or in person as well? I think that it's just, you really need to consider that like the photos are only a very small part of yeah. being a photographer. Um, there's lots of other things we do ourselves, like building our website and all that sort of stuff. But the relationships you build with clients are way more important than whether your photos are good or great or excellent or bad. Mm. It's more once you have that opportunity to work with someone and just getting along with them. Um, people don't want you in their green room if they're if you're a douchebag. Yeah, or, if you're a pest. Yeah. Yeah, and like I think if you remove yourself from the situation of being like in Gang of Views green room or something like, and you're just there to like work and hang out or whatever, like that's what will stand you instead longer um, than you being in their face all the time taking pictures or um, you have AAA and you're always in their face, you've got flash on stage. Like yep. you don't want to take advantage of the opportunity you've been given. You just want to come in, especially the first time, you want to come in, do your job, be nice to everyone, deliver the photos quickly mm. and to a high quality. And then you follow up and say like, hey, it was so good to work with you. Would love to do that again. Yeah. And then that builds like a relationship with them. You don't have to post 60 photos yeah. of them. You don't have to tag them in every photo. You don't have to reply to every DM yeah. or whatever. Like um, it's more just like it is a business. And just like the photos aren't a big part, the actual artist playing a set isn't a huge, isn't a massive part of the business either. They've, yeah. you know, they've all got publicists and marketing managers and managers and tour labels. Like they're all people that you need to build relationships as well. Like the band are a part of that. Yeah. But it's their teams as well that you're going to be working with. Yeah. So, I mean, having a good relationship with TMs, um, especially the TMs that tour with lots of different bands. Yeah. When you have that relationship, it's just you text them and say, hey, I'm on my way, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And um, I think that that's really important. Like the relationship building is a huge part of what we should do. And if you're not doing that, 100%. then that's what you need to work on. Yeah. Um, what, like for you, what are like the big differences between shooting for a band and then shooting for a publication? Like in the terms- The pressure I put on myself oh, to really? deliver good work. Is that like more pressure for the bands? I think when you're shooting for a publication, mostly also because it's unpaid. Yep. Um, for the most part now, especially, um, 
there's not that pre- like you're there to take photos and you you can experiment if you want with taking different yep. things where i think that like if you miss a moment for an artist it's it, as long as you get other ones it's fine but there is a chance that you miss those moments so you yep. really have to be switched on you have to you're not there for three songs either so you're shooting yep. for a longer period of time so you need to manage your shot counts and all of that sort of stuff but personally it's i put more pressure on myself when it's a paid artist of client course. gig yeah um but you shouldn't approach your photos any different unless you've been briefed that way that's true um festival teams i think are different again yeah you've got like lots of sponsor content and stuff sorry um yeah you've got lots of sponsor content so you're briefed to get you know like red bull for example when you're doing a festival brief for them they don't want uh that you can't have any other cups of any other brands in yeah. their pictures and they don't want pictures of people's like faces or they just want cups in hands and yeah. bokeh backgrounds and stuff like that so um more strict briefs i guess for festival teams and you're balancing that with getting photos editing live so like festival teams are great because you get so much exposure yeah. to um there but there's also it comes with more work and more responsibility yeah but also like like then you're getting paid like a bit more and like there is yeah a bigger reward i think that like well like the bigger the opportunity the more responsibility that comes with it so if you're shooting i try to look at them all the same but you know like a big event is a big event and you put more pressure on yourself to take good photos and stuff but if you're doing it been doing it for long enough or believe in yourself enough then that stuff will happen anyway have you ever had like a bad experience with a publication you don't have to name names if you have. Uh, no, I've only ever worked for two publications. Oh, so um, Stack, Stack and Best, Best Before. Before. That's sick. Um, so luckily the editor at Best Before is quite good. Um, Jordan Munns. Never heard of him. No. Sounds like a dickhead. He's um, up and coming photographer. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Everyone check him out. He needs the exposure, yeah, guys. Yeah. yeah. Um, Jordan K. Munns. Jordan K. Munns, yeah. Uh, so no, Jordan and Mina who run Best Before are have quite a close relationship with both of them yep um so they've been great and yeah i had like obviously a personal relationship with people at stack so i um didn't ever want to go down the path of shooting for lots and lots of publications yeah um it's just more people to manage more shows to manage um i was getting enough opportunities with those so i wasn't ever short of like having to shoot or having to reach out to other stuff i've done Mm. like a little bit of stuff with pile rats like you have yeah um again debbie's yeah. It's always with Debbie. Absolutely. So. Hook me up. Yeah. She's the best. Um, so yeah, no, no bad experiences with publications um, because there's so many people involved. Sometimes the communications, like they don't tell you that when the set times are and you might yeah, be late right. or too early yep. or whatever. Um, but yeah, other than that, like it's been, it's been pretty breezy. I have no complaints. Fair enough. That's easy. What I'm about sure. you? The only one I, I mean, I used to work for Amplify. And then that was like the OG one. I think I started work. With. No, Scenester is my OG. They were like the first one. They hooked me up like Splendor, whatever. Like after a few years, but then I'd like I would I was with a few like AAA backstage, which would have been before your time, maybe. I think they were wrapping up. Yeah, when right. I first started, um, I would did stuff with them for a while. But Amplifier was like the big one. It was called like Australian Music Network. Yep. Whatever. Um, but the management of that website right. was just heard some stories. Yeah, I don't know what was going on the higher ups, but they said like we want to run this a certain way, and then they tried to make it profitable, 
and like they were trying to do like build make an app and get us all to like post about it and i was like this is just too much yeah like, right just, i'm not into this anymore um but they also had like a hundred photographers around the country that's why everyone was fighting for gigs and it wasn't necessarily like the best people got gigs kind of thing it was kind of like they tried to spread it evenly but it was also like who was favorites and whatever i was like yeah what we do at best before so jordan and i basically organize all the shows for all the photographers and stuff it's yeah. too much for him to do it on his own so 100%. um mina and i also like would like load the photos into the website and yeah. stuff like the admin stuff so it's been cool to see a publication from that side so it's yeah. like kind of a bit more responsibility um but we have i think there's like 60 or 70 photographers wow. but a lot of them you know like jess gleason's still on there yeah right. and she, she doesn't shoot. i don't know if i'm technically still yeah on i there, think you're I? still on the list <laughs> i think your phone number's in the in the google sheet still um like georgia and jared <laughs> yeah, and yeah. all these photographers that have constant work yeah now that don't use publications they're still in there and they still have access i guess gotcha. in case a big show comes up they yeah. can chuck their name in quickly um but there's probably like 20 or 30 photographers that are active all the time yeah um yeah there's like 20 in sydney yep um and two in melbourne and yep. five in brisbane or whatever Fucking off that. um but we just use a google sheet first in best dress when the show you can't post it you can't apply for it before it's been announced publicly ah uh, so if you have you know that it's going to be announced tomorrow then you just got to be up at 6 a.m when triple j posts yep. the tour poster or whatever yeah right um so first in best dress works mostly yeah i remember when triple a backstage had like a similar thing but there was some controversy where someone was going around deleting people's names and subbing their name in I'm yeah like, the google just... sheets you can see, oh, you can see edit who history, does that yeah. this one was just on like a i don't know it, was, it wasn't a google or maybe it was a google sheet i don't know but it was just it was you couldn't yeah, see there's who. been a few where someone's like i swear i was in there first and you're looking it's like blah blah deleted <laughs> redacted <laughs> cool, um, out. but yeah so there's been a couple of things but i yeah. think that um i don't think you can go in with the sense to make a publication profitable like no. obviously that's the dream for the people that run the publication but yeah um i know like jordan and mina like especially like they just want to give photographers more that's opportunities sick. that's sick. and you know if that's their way of helping the industry and helping yeah. like the photography community then that's what they do so yeah that's so um, that's what like that's what it should be about yeah but i've also had that publication say we don't want any portrait like shots we want them all landscape i think i like i shot groove in the move for someone they were like hey you've given us too many portrait ones we want like just landscape photos for our gallery and i was like yeah right sorry like i kind of shoot a lot of portrait just i cause... i shot so much portrait because i didn't have a big enough wide enough lens oh, so really? it's the only way i could get full length body shots fair <laughs> enough fair enough uh, but I think they look better and like now that Instagram has allowed like the different formatting yeah. you can it like I did a, like a degree in social media now and like the we spent like a whole week debating whether or not that like the formats were a good thing and it, everyone was like of course it's a good thing because if you have a bigger photo you take up more space more of the screen for sure more someone's feed because I think there was like a stat it's like people spend like a 0.1 of a second actually looking oh, at the wow. photos whereas if like but that's like the landscape ones because they can quickly just scroll through it whereas if you double the size of it you've got a bigger chance of capturing their attention which is why now people do those split two photos yeah. over one so they can still get a landscape yeah. photo but cover the whole screen exactly yeah yeah which like it works if it, the photo lends itself to that kind of thing do you know what i mean for like, sure like i've got photos that i'd love to post in that format but like the first half of the photo is just black yeah so it's like, okay. it just doesn't work kind of thing it has to be like the ever there has to be a lot going on 
in that photo, I think. For yeah, I mean, like that Smithy's photos that we were looking at before. Yeah. You couldn't do that over two because no. there's nothing in. It's just someone's head, like exactly, the crowd's yeah. head. So. Or like that one of him on stage. It's like, it would just be like the back of his guitar. Yeah, for kind sure. Of thing. So it's just, yeah, it just, it it's interesting to see how people do it. I was super against it at the start. But I think I was more against people doing like the collages kind of thing where it was oh, like yeah. multiple photos in that one and then some of it would transfer over to the next oh, gallery. Okay. Yeah, it's when it's done well, it looks great. Yeah, but, but I think that if was, you're just chucking it in for the sake of getting more of your images in yeah. the one post, like I um I think when I first started I was like posting like a carousel of ten, another carousel of ten, and yeah. now it's like one or two, three maybe max. Yeah. Because it's just like I think less is more yeah because there's so much content online and like 100 percent. you know you go to a group in the mood there's 50 photographers posted about it the next day so yeah. you kind of like you don't want to just add to the noise you want to try yeah and well but also like stands out if you like if you don't post it all at once you have more content to last you for sure like that that if you shoot groove and that content could last you like another month yeah of posting three four times a week like yeah you see shots. you see some photographers that post yeah, like 12 posts in a row in two yeah. days from the one show. Yeah. It's like, you do you, like whatever you whatever you want to do. Yeah. I just like don't have the effort. Yeah, don't have the effort, but also like I, I think I have an understanding of my audience on Instagram. For sure. Whereas if I put five individual photos up, like five in, like different posts in a day, people will be like, what? Like, no. Like, <laughs> it's, it's, this is too much kind of thing. Whereas if I I do like I try and do a minimum like just a one post a day kind of thing like that. That's yeah, yeah, my thing. Um, I mean, story having stories there now is like a great hundred percent. Like, it helps heaps. The shit posting in between like yeah. your photos, like yeah. Um, but then when people put like their photos, like the photos that they've posted on their stories as well as their they posted on their page, mm. I'm like, just. I think you should just do one or the other kind of thing. Yeah, okay. Because if you put it on your Instagram story, then I'm, I don't care about it on your profile. Like, I've seen it. Yeah. I think there's a lot about, like, the band. Like, some people don't see your posts. Yeah. But they see your story. That's true. So, it's like, if the, you put it on your story and then they look at it and they're like, oh, Tim posted. Yeah. Click on the post and goes to it. Like, yeah. the algorithm's so whack that you, Oh, like, yeah. I meant more just, like, if they're, like, not, like shared their oh right, right. just they've, posting they've, it they've twice just, just posted the photo so yeah, people yeah. don't know that it's like I've actually posted it to both yeah and it's just like I've I think seen... that like when I first started to I was like in such a rush to get my photos out yeah I like wanted to get them out in the world and you know like whether it was like validation or dopamine or yeah. just like you were proud of your work yeah. and you wanted to get it out 100% like, like the cool shit I did like, yeah. yeah and then but I think now like I try and hold back more like Especially if you're doing work with like the artists, like you want them to post first and yeah. Um, one, it's just like, that's how you should do it. Do it anyway. You shouldn't be posting. If you're with a paid client, you shouldn't be posting before they do, unless they say you can post. But that's no, it. that's awkward. I mean, I, I agree with that, but it like, depends on I, your relationship with the to, artist. I, right? I just tend to post whenever, like I, like I'll always ask them, like, is it cool if I post? Yeah, that's different though. Like, and then um, slowly, like towards the end of the last tour, they just gave me, control of the instagram because ben of the bands yeah yeah cool. it, well not like i wasn't going through any instagram things or whatever he just wanted me to do the layout like those split photos like he just wanted me to do the layout kind of thing rather than because i think ben tried to do it um 
but he ended up like misaligning the phone. Oh, and yeah. shit. And I was like, take it down now. <laughs> like, and he was like, just do it for me. Like, I don't want to do it. And I was like, okay, cool. I'll do it. Yeah. I'll make you a gallery and they'll do a separate one when I post. So it's not the same content going up. Yeah. Okay. And he was like, that's, that's it. That's all I want. But that's your relationship with yeah. the band, right? Like that they have to have so much trust in me to be like, we're giving you access to this. Don't fuck it up. Yeah. I mean, that's the ultimate that's their mar- main marketing yeah. tool they use, right? Like, that's what tells their brand, their yeah. stories. So, totally. 100%. And it's like, also, um, what we were saying before about artist work or publication work, for example, I think it's important to, like, look at the artist feed before you work with them. Yeah. To understand what they want. Like, um, confidence man, love colorful photos. So, yeah. you, you, like, want to have it all in color and gang of views love black and white love photos. White. Yeah. So, I, like, tend to only give them if I give them a hundred photos, it's like 20 in color yeah, or rest. I do a couple that are black and white and color, yeah. but the same photo, um, just to give them that gallery. But yeah. you, I know that all the, I know which photos are going to post cause they're the black and white yeah. ones that are like the big power poses and shit yeah. like that. So, um, yeah, I think that like that research as well, like looking at like, even for a publication, if you're going to shoot a band, look at their sh- Instagram and yeah. look at what they do. Like, if you didn't had never seen a foal show and you'd never looked at their Instagram and you went yep. to shoot them, you'd have no idea that Giannis is going to jump in the pit. 100%, yeah. But if I was shooting them now, I would know exactly when he's going to jump in the pit. I know where he's going to jump in. Yeah, I know how long he's going to spend in there. At Bring Me a Horizon, I knew that in the last song there was going to be like a 20-second confetti drop. Yeah. So was, you're ready for it. Yeah. So I think research is super important. A hundred percent. Yeah, I, I think so too. And like, even when I was starting out, like I'd go back and just watch like the most recent set I could have banned. Yeah. Just to get a gist of what was just happening. Just like the hash, if, especially if they're on tour because you can see all the fans' yeah. stories. So you, they always post the good stuff like... Yeah, hundred um, percent. You know, like Gang of Views, they're always going to post when Dave's crowd surfing during Magnolia yeah. or he's running around the crowd. Like, yeah. So you know that that's what he's going to do during that set. Yeah. Even though they don't plan it, but... You kind of know. Yeah, yeah. It's not planned, but it's also like, it, we know it's going to happen yeah. kind of thing. Like everyone kind of expects it. And if it didn't happen, everyone would be like, oh, he didn't do it. Yeah. Imagine the day when he doesn't crowd surf during Magnolia. Yeah. I don't know. It'd be fucking, it'd be fucking interesting. Just have to I don't know if he, from a different set. I don't know if he did it at the Horden. Oh, really? Yeah. Can't remember that. The last know. time I shot them was at Down to Earth, that yeah. bushfire relief show. And um, yeah. Sydney My Music Bowl is um, seated at the front. Yep. So he couldn't, you can't crowd. Like, of course not. You can't. <laughs> so he ran up, it was like live streamed on YouTube. He ran up into the crowd I and he saw, was standing I've, on a roof. I've and, seen that video of him on the roof and you're like just in front, like taking yeah. photos. Like. Oh man, I, there's so many screenshots from YouTube of me chasing him <laughs> around and all these people like in the DMs like, bro, I saw you running around. That was me all through Europe. Cause like Jack from Sunday Ace always gets in the crowd for one specific song. And he'd never tell me where he was going, but like he'd just be like, "I'm just, you know what I'm gonna do it. You've just got to be there." Yeah. Like, Fuck right. So I just, I'd always literally just be behind the drum kit waiting for him to do this. Like he just goes off, uh, just drops his guitar, grabs the mic, and just goes for a walk. I'm like, 
where, like where are you going and he, he'll try and like outrun me and like he like there was one i think i can't remember where we were i think it might have been um barcelona he ended up at the bar at the back of the room and i couldn't see him like i didn't know where he was and he just popped up next to me i was like fuck and like it was just he was like dancing on the bar I'm like this is insane we um at frank carter this year uh sounds so weird talking about shows this year <laughs> yeah um frank carter and the rattlesnakes played uh at the croxton in melbourne yep he does the same thing he like jumps in the crowd and he jumps in i've looked at their set before he always jumps in like the fourth song right so it's not while you're in the pit. Yeah. So I knew that I was going to have to like leg it into the crowd. Like there was no restrictions or anything. Yeah. We were allowed to shoot from there. So um, the lighting was horrible. So a lot of the pictures are just like black because no flash, yeah. obviously. But he ran straight out of the pit and stood on top of the bar and pulled out a 50 and bought the dudes at the bar beers. Oh, that's While sick. he was singing. Like these that's two guys sick. were ordering beers. And he's like, yeah, we'll have some. And he like pulls his Australian money and he's like looking at the 20s and 50s. He's like, yeah, he like pays, drinks a beer and like runs into the oh, crowd man, and plays the rest sick. of the song. That's these guys sick. are like freaking out. There's all these photographers standing around. No one's got flash on seat. I know yeah. that all the pictures are horrible yeah, yeah. and black. Like, Fuck, that's awesome. Um, but yeah, I think he, he'd be super unpredictable to shoot too, right? Who, um, Frank Carter. Yeah. Well, I've never seen him at an actual like his show. I've only ever seen him supporting Bring Me. Oh yeah, um, which was insane. Yeah, the upside down handstand yeah. pictures. Yeah. I think we've got the same picture. I think everyone has that same picture. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's just turned. You were the first down. one to edit it upside no, down. You were the I first know. one to turn it upside I down. I know. I don't know about that. I think there was a maybe f- Jordan was the first. No, wasn't it Neil Walters? Wasn't it the Melbourne show first? Was it? I swear it was Neil Walters, and then but he didn't do it as. Well, I'm not gonna, That's good. I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to finish that sentence. <laughs> Fuck. Um, that's all right. Edit it out. Um, the upside down handstand pictures yeah. are epic though. They're so good. I've got so many pictures of him in the pit. Like when he came down, I was standing at that, at that Bring Me show. Yeah. He, I didn't know he was going to get in the pit. Never seen his set before. Yeah. Like I was a big fat Gallows fan when I was younger. Yeah. Um, so I like knew him, but yeah. had never seen the new band. And um, when he came down, he jumped down right in front of me and stood, jumped over the barrier right where I was. So I was on the step directly behind him. So, or everyone else is on that. There's, there was like me, security on either side of me and then all the other photographers. Sick. That's that's the dream spot. Yeah. Yeah. So all the photos I've got, I've got like these lights coming down from the top and light leaks over his shoulder and stuff. They're like epic. Perfect. Um, Like a big arena show too. So. Um, I went into the pit after that and I was just watching the set and then he came back into the crowd and got this huge like circle mosh around him. Hectic. And he, everyone, he was standing in the middle with a microphone and I was just standing in there as well just by happen <laughs> yeah. and people were like running around both of us and oh, I was like, I I camera on my shoulder, <laughs> like just like quickly take Give a few a snaps. Wasn't really allowed to. I never posted the photos. Ooh, nah, that's for in the future. Yeah, when you when you're too big to be blacklisted, by it was um, it was they were for me. Yeah. I knew that they were never going to be public, and it was just like this is a really special moment, um, with this like dude that I like just taken some yeah. of my favorite photos. 100%, and, yeah, um, that Bring Me Horizon show was epic. Like it was big, hey, huge. I didn't quite expect their setup to be as big as it was. Like oh, really, I don't know, like they're a humongous band yep. now 
And I think the last time I saw them was like six years ago. Ah, uh, okay. So I saw them the last time they came. I went to both their shows. I, I shot the first one and then took my brother to see the second one. Yeah, like I saw, their, their I saw them in was... England when... Uh, what was their second album? Whenever their second album came out, which would have been like eight or nine Is that years. Suicide? No, the other one. It was like Heaven's a Secret. I can't remember what it's called. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I only jumped on the um, Bring Me Train for Semper Eternal. Yeah, right. That was like my intro. I loved um, their first album. Um, they obviously don't play anything from it now, but at the Melbourne set, they played, they did like the Deathcore ma- the medley. And everyone in Sydney's like, oh my God, I can't believe you did got you ever, it. Did you ever hear about the story about the Sydney medley? So, I don't know, halfway through the set, there's a Chewy chant that goes up. Like like all these fucking bros in the pit just go, Chewy, Chewy. And he goes like mid, um, like between songs, he goes, all right, you've got a choice. I'm either going to do a shoey or you get to hear the hardcore medley. You pick. And everyone's like, shoey. Oh, and no. me and Georgia, who was sitting next to me, go, no, no. And then so we're all pretty off it about um, that. There is a hell, believe me, I've seen it. That's yeah. the second album. Um, they did the, some guy jumped up on someone's thing, um, shoulders, and he had this huge banner that said, play the fucking deathcore medley. Yeah. And Ollie looked at it and snatched the banner off him from over it and threw it on the ground. And then when the song finished, he was playing, he's like, oh, well, fucking do the deathcore medley. (laughs) (laughs) And everyone's like, this dude's standing on shoulders, like (laughs) cheering everyone from the crowds there. Like, um, and I think that's the only time they played it in Australia. Oh, really? On that tour. Oh. They didn't do it in Brisbane. Okay, cool. So I had friends at the Brisbane show after and they were like waiting for it and never happened. Because right. the Melbourne, I think the Melbourne one was just be- was before the Sydney one. Yeah, so, right. I, had seen, I think I'd seen photos of it before. And yeah. then that's how I think I saw that Frank Carter one or something. Yeah. I really love their new stuff. Me too. Like Obey and Parasite Eve. Yeah. I think it's like it's cool. that mix between Ammo and Sempaternal. Yeah, I'm yeah I'm into whatever that band is doing. I back, <laughs> back it heaps. Um, so with social media and like our kind of profession, I guess. Um, do you reckon in like I don't know, just posting all our photos on social media is a good thing or like a bad thing for our profession or industry? Like, do you think the pros outweigh the cons? Yeah, I mean, yeah. if that's the only way your work is getting out and yeah. into people's eyes, like, yes, it's it's super important. Yeah if the only reason you're doing it is to put it out on social media, then no, I don't think yeah. it's important. Like I think there's, um, photography is not an exactly like, it's a very dense industry. There's yeah, lots and lots and saturated. lots and lots of photographers, yeah. but there's only a handful that do it professionally yeah. and as a career, and like, like time, yeah. the, especially in Australia. I mean, we could name them in. Oh yeah. Less on, than 10. Yeah. I reckon. Yeah. Um, and even some of the best ones are still working second jobs and yeah. stuff to get it done. So, um, I think there's a big difference between the professional photographers and the ones that are doing it because they're like fans that are good at photography, yep. um, which is good and bad, I guess. Like more people taking photos, like I don't want to like sat- monopolize the market. Like yep. it's, if there's more photographers, there's more pictures for the artists, there's more exposure to their music, it pushes more every- record it sales, pushes more festivals. Yeah. Um, but I think there is a, if you're just doing it for the likes it's going to run out pretty quick. Yeah. And when you don't get the likes, you're going to think your photos are bad. Like, yeah. um, I know that when I first started, I was posting a picture that I really loved and it get no likes. And I'm like, Oh, it must be a bad photo. Ah, uh, yeah. It's weird. Like valuing your photos through that kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. And I've, I think it's, it's just a personal journey. I guess you take, you like want to learn. Yeah. 
more about yourself and what you accept as a good photo and I've like slowly learned that like you've got to do it for yourself and if anyone resonates with it then great if someone says to you I really love this photo that's great but as long as you're keeping your clients happy like that's the only thing I really care about is like am I happy with the work to submit to the client or the artist yes do they love it yes great tick 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 if anyone else likes it then that's also great. Of course they love it, Tim. You're taking their fucking photos. Silly. Silly. Um, what are the things you like seeing on Instagram as opposed to like what you don't like seeing on like photographers, Instagram and stuff like that? Uh, I don't like seeing the same thing over and over again. Like what? Like when you say like that, do you mean like the same editing style or just like... Uh, like I try to stay away from the trends that happen on Instagram. Interesting. Um, elaborate on that. I think there's like... I think it's really important that people just do whatever makes them happy. Yep. Um, but again, if someone doesn't like it or doesn't like fuck with it, then that's cool too. Like, um, can't be offended if someone's like, eh, not for me. Yep. Um, so I'm like a bit off saying that photo's bad or whatever. Yeah. But it's just, I don't like it. Same as music, right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's just I, not for me. Like, yeah, like I hate saying someone's music is bad. I would just yep. say... It's not my taste. It's yep. not for me. I don't get it, but yeah. it's not. Yeah, but it's someone will love it. It's someone's favorite song. It's someone's favorite photo. Yeah. Um, I just, I think that there's these trends, you know, where they're like animate the background of the image or yep. um, you're doing it just to meet the trends. That's probably something that I'm like lens flares or like the star filters and stuff like that. When yep. you're like forcing it onto the image, when it plays on subtly, yes. it's epic. Rather than and we've spoken about this before, like when Jordan does it. Yep. It, you would just think it was out of camera. A hundred percent, yeah. But he's produced the image, so... He doesn't, like... He doesn't break the image to include it kind of thing. Like, it just naturally yeah. occurs. But, like, he doesn't, I don't know, make it too... It, it, it looks easy. Kind I of had an you can on see a, when people force it into their image. For sure. I had a very, like, on and off relationship with dust oh, really? particles for yeah. a long time because I just, like, couldn't get it right myself. Yeah. Um... So when I saw it done well, I was like, that looks epic. And then I would see someone else do it poorly and they've just like dragged it, Google dust filter and dragged it on yep. to the picture and hit send and done it. So um, those trends are something that I like kind of try to stay away from. Yep. Um, and also like, I just, it's not what photos I don't want to see. It's, I really look for the photos that stand out. Yep. Um, and when you're scrolling in the morning or at night or whenever you are, you, they stand out straight away yeah you know like here yeah, something pops up and it's like jess gleason's like bright orange like you know that as, yeah. it stands out straight away like you know there's like a picture that jordan posted of jpeg mafia and he's like got this tiny little earring and in the earring he like animated a gif inside of it oh what i don't think I've ever it's seen wild that. you'll have holy to find shit. it yeah. um but it's just like holy shit mm. and like you do that too many times like flicking through and like they're more the ones like it's very easy to just flick past and go oh yeah oh yeah oh yeah yeah but then i like look for those moments where i'm like whoa yeah that's fucking it's sick it's like different kind of thing yeah yeah and i think it's important to like say that to the artists too like the other photographers like I, i'm really all about like pumping each other up like there's yep. enough there's enough room for everyone in this industry 100%. um so like saying things like this is epic or like just an emoji or something like I know that myself, I would appreciate if someone said that to me. So I yeah. try like saying it to them, you know, they're going to be like, Oh, thank you. That's like, really cool. Yeah. Was it 
So I was going through your website before. Is it that? Was it? Were we talking about that Tash Sultana photo? The one where it's like the reflective one on stage. Oh yeah, yeah. Was did someone call you out and say that's obviously not? Um, yes. Someone said this is edited. <clears throat> explain the explain okay. So the image. there's a picture of so Tash was playing um, at Sydney Mind Music Bowl. Yep. Um, they were playing. It was like a headline show, and they've got like a on their stage. They've got like a. It's just like a little podium. It's got all of their stuff on there. And um, when Tash walks out on the stage, it's open, completely open. So she, um, they're on like a guitar, throwing it around, jumping, throwing hair around and stuff like that. Yep. I just took this picture. It was a really cool pose, but there was nothing in the background. There was a bit of smoke coming across the side, but there was like nothing there. So I just like reflected it and it looks like um, Tash is standing in a puddle. Yep. Um, because there's a bit of like condensation on the stage. Uh, and it's, it's an insanely good photo. It's hard to explain uh, yeah. here, but yeah. I'll, it'll be linked. Um, but yeah, there, someone commented on it and was like, this is edited. And I didn't even know how to reply because one, every one of my photos is edited. Um, but secondly, like obviously there wasn't a fucking meter and a half puddle on stage. <laughs> Um, but that was like the first photo that I'd ever like tried to manipulate that way. Yeah. Um, and I was like super happy with it. And yeah, this person just like bombed me out. <laughs> I remember you sending, I think it was in a group chat with me and Jordan, but it was around the time that the Frank, um, the Frank Carter, like shots were coming out of him being upside down. Yeah. Yeah. Did, I think, I don't know. I can't remember if we replied to the guy or if we just like in our group chat, we just like, yeah, dude, um, I actually edited this one. So he's actually hanging on to the people, <laughs> the crowds at the top of the roof. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, oh. That guy's hanging from the roof. <laughs> um, yeah, it really bummed me out. Like, It's just like, oh, fucking, of course it's edited. And then I thought like, are they being sarcastic and being like, this is obviously... <laughs> like, I think it's pretty obvious. Like, Tasha's short. Yeah. Still like, there's not a meter of water there to show a whole body reflection. Um, but yeah, you know, whatever. Uh, yeah, but it's just like I Water remember off a duck's back now. There was like a, a few groups, like like those amplify kind of like groups and other photographer groups, where it's just like old jaded dudes like being like, "This isn't true to what the lights look like." And I was like, "Yeah, dude, because I made it look better." Like, yeah, you're like, no offense, your shots there, boring. Yeah, you <laughs> you recorded the moment, but that's all you did. Like, you didn't. I don't know, extend it. Like, yeah. there's, I don't know, there's a diff. I think there's a difference between like what, there's like photojournalism and then there's photography is what I think. So like photojournalism is what you'll see in like the newspapers and very minimal edits and like no tweaking of colors and whatnot. Yeah. But then like stuff like what Ruby does and stuff where she makes this whole scene kind of thing with these vibrant colors. And it's like, well, obviously it really doesn't look like that. Yeah. Like that Florence shot where it's she um, put all the stars behind her. I'm like, Obviously, there's not stars behind her, but it looks insane. Yeah, like the, that Gang of You shot that I've got of Dave laying yeah. on the crowd. Like, there's a few stars in the sky, but yeah. I definitely added more. hundred percent. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it, I don't know if people don't notice it. Great. If they think that that's out of camera, then more power to me. I yeah. guess. But, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. Like, just like do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. If you like editing photos like that, and you like doing filters, like. 
there's a photographer, um, Nate Hill, that just like manipulates images far beyond yeah. trying to make them look like they actually happened. And he's super successful. Like yeah. people are going to resonate with your music, uh, with your photos at some point. Yeah. Um, you just got to find your lane. Don't try to like go into someone else's lane. Just like do your thing. Yeah. Just do your thing. Yeah. Yeah. And if people fuck with it, then whatever. And if they don't, you won't get any more jobs. Yeah. If you don't, then, oh, well, you had fun. <laughs> yeah. You'll end up taking pictures of lakes and trees and stuff like whatever. <laughs> um, all right. We'll start wrapping her up. We've been talking. How long do you reckon we've been talking for? Oh, uh, you've got the time there. I don't know. 45 oh, minutes. No, we've been talking for an hour and 20. Oh. Yeah. There you go. Sorry to anyone that's no, still no, no, listening this now. Is, this is like the normal. <laughs> this is what I want. Like, I don't want like a half an hour. Chat. It's like, there's not enough time. Um, so we'll start wrapping her up. Tim, don't look at the fucking questions. Sorry. Um, best gig you've shot? Best gig I've shot. Uh, Gang of Views at Down to Earth. Okay, all right. We get it, Tim. Um, Shoot for Gang of Views. Arctic Monkeys. Oh. Only because I'm a huge fan of the band. And I am so jealous you got to... Like, I, just I got paid a dollar for that show. Did, one did you what? hear about that? No. Okay, so they've got a press release, right? Yeah. So they have this rule where you're not... They don't want photos of them posted after like a certain time. Right. So you're just supposed to use the images to promote that show. So you can't use those images in future articles for when the band's like promoting a new album. Right. Because they really try to capture a whole look of an album. So like yeah. AM is Alex with slick back slick hair. Back hair and, yeah. It's like he's looking like an Italian kind of mark. Yeah. Yeah. So they don't want pictures from the AM era in the London Tranquility Basin Hotel era. Yeah. So they actually have like a contract that you have to sign for it. And it was, um, there was, the contract came out and I read it and I was like, I don't, I've never seen anything. It's English, they're English too, yep. obviously. Like, um, I'd never read anything like that. And I sent it to Matt Walter and Michelle. It's like, mom, dad, like, is this okay? Should I, Should sign, I sign it? This? Yeah. Michelle's like, I fucking wouldn't. Yeah. Um, but you know, you do like, you like you've got to weigh up how badly do you want to shoot this band. Was it reposting like on like for you as no, well on the website? Website. Okay, it could right. be used for your portfolio. Gotcha. So you can post whenever they want, like whenever you want. But I just don't think they police it that yeah. hard. I, I actually don't know what the rules around social media were. I'm pretty sure, but like, using it for the publication. Yeah. Um, I shot that for best before. Yep. Best before can't use those images again gotcha. after 90 days oh. of the show's date. Right, okay. So they the photos expire, I guess, for gotcha. them using it. So yep. if there's another Arctic Monkeys sh- like, um, news story, they can't use those images. Gotcha. They have to use the ones from the presses and stuff like that. Yep. Um, but on it, it said, you will be paid for this gig. One dollar. One dollar AUD. So when I got to the venue, the <laughs> PR lady that was doing the um, photo passes just handed over a one dollar coin to me. I've still got it at home. I was like, this that is when is Arctic Monkeys... so funny. This is when Arctic Monkeys paid me to shoot their show. <laughs> that but, is yeah. so funny. Um, so that was like my first... Was that to make it like a binding... Contract. So yeah. if you broke those rules... <laughs> yeah. Because I think if it's just signed... I don't know. Maybe it's a rule in England that like the contract's not binding unless it's paid right. okay, or... Yeah. I don't There's know. There's a transfer of something. I didn't really yeah. question it. I just yeah. signed the thing. I didn't really care what it said. Like, <laughs> Dollars better than I just, nothing. I, I just stick to... Um, I think it was like... My first paid arena gig. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm a huge fan of the band. So I had like a real like pinch yourself moment when I was like looking through my camera and Alex Turner's on uh, the yeah. other side of the lens. 
Um, and I've got some really nice photos that I like really, really love. Yeah. Um, and it's the first time that my friends and stuff were like, thought that I'd made it Yeah. because it was a band they all love as well. Yeah. And they're like, oh, whoa, this is sick. Yeah, it's fucking cool. <laughs> this like, is you're, actually cool. <laughs> you're, you're right in front of Alex Turner. Like, yeah. This is fucking, I'm so jealous you got to go to this. Didn't get to watch the rest of the show. No? Booted straight out right. of the venue, but I like walked really slow through the fourth and fifth song. Yeah. <laughs> of course. Yeah. That's sick. Um, then worst gig you've shot. Worst gig. Oh. This one's hard because like, I just forget them. Yeah. The good ones stick in your mind and the bad yeah. ones you just move on it's to just the next day. one. I, I think I... The one that first comes to mind is I shot Omar Apollo for... He was playing Laneway this year. He was playing a show at the corner. And I was sick. Uh, might have had COVID maybe. I don't know. <laughs> maybe. Like, it was at that time. Um but yeah, I was really sick. I was like super worn out because I'd shot like four shows that week because it was like festival week. So all the side shows were happening. And I got there and there was no barrier at the corner. And there was like, it was full when I got there and it was before uh, the support came on. And I was like, oh, I'm going to have to like fight my way through this crowd. Yeah. Um, try and find a spot where I can stay there for the next three hours. And I just like gave up. And I stood at the back. I took some photos of the support and I messaged Jordan. I was like, I'm going home. Sorry, man. <laughs> and it's like the only time I've ever bailed. And I, I don't think I'd ever do it again. I was just like so many things in my head. I'm yeah, like, I can't. Yeah, it's just, this isn't going to work uh, I'm out. shooting him on the weekend again. And I was shooting him in the next day at Laneway. Oh, okay, right. So I like, wasn't even like, I'm going to miss out on shooting him. Yeah. I knew I wasn't going to get any photos I loved because shooting at the corner behind when you're not in the barrier is so hard yeah, yeah. um it'd be like shooting it like uh, you would never have seen it but like the oxford art factory it's just a shit fight yeah i've seen like enough images yeah. online of it to like it's our corner that's yeah. the corner yeah um so yeah i, I just bailed after the support okay. i message jordan's like sorry He's like, oh, please don't do that again. <laughs> <laughs> in, in the nicest way, Jordan. But the promoter never followed it up. Or okay, gotcha. never said where's a gallery. Yeah, right. Um, I took like enough photos of the support. Yeah, right. Okay, so maybe right. they just assumed that you did. I it. just like fully gambled that they weren't going to say anything, and they didn't. Oh, well, there you go. Win, so, win. Whatever. Yeah, I won't that. do it again. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, it was a good one to miss them. If he was shooting them the next day. Um, so favorite photo you've taken? I think I know the answer. Um, yeah, there's, there's a couple, like there's one of Dave laying across the crowd at Laneway. The photo. The photo. I like, could never take another photo for the rest of my life. And that would be the one that yep. stayed, um, could take a million photos from now and then. And that will be the one that yep. stays. So that would, that, that's my favorite. Um, there's a picture of JPEG Mafia with his arms out across the stage, which is, which I like love because just the circumstances around getting that photo. Yep. Um, there's a really cool, like Smith street band one that, which, which we spoke about. Um, Will's like across the stage with the sun in his eyes. And, um, yeah, I think that's it. There's a couple of, couple of gangs photos from that down to earth gig. And I don't know. I think that's it. Arctic monkeys. Yeah. Just rattling off my favorite artist. Right. <laughs> Sorry, um, I haven't got any title fight photos though, so you win. Uh, that's true. I, I, I'll try and find the photos, and you'll be like, oh, "I wouldn't." Oh, I'm glad that this is title fight. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then favorite like moment that's happened to you because of photography. Uh, I think like favorite moment. 
think they're all pretty great. Like, pinch myself whenever I get a cool opportunity. But like, is, there, is there like a moment? Like, I think the moment for me was just seeing seeing DS play Splendor. Yeah. Or, okay. or when Sons of the Ace asked me to tour Europe with them. Like to me that because that was the only thing I've ever wanted. Like that was the bucket list thing. Yeah. I just want to tour internationally with this, and they asked me. I was like, that's I don't know what to do. Like, yeah, I think. Listen Out was really cool opportunity with when I first shot first thing I shot for Triple J. That was the first time I'd ever had Triple A at a festival. Like yep. I hadn't done a festival for on the team or anything yet. Um, so that was like a really like justifying moment where I'm like, okay, well, like maybe I can do something here. Um, I think all of those moments were gonna happen this year. To be honest with yep. you, like I had a really great year planned. Yeah, and, Tim, what did you have planned? Uh, I had a couple of tours and are whatever you, lined are up. Are you at liberty to say what you had planned? Nah, right. sorry. <laughs> um, but I think those moments would have come this year. So maybe yeah, we twenty. Been to, we would have been together, Tim. We would have been together. We've been together for fucking two a month or whatever. How good? So, um, but yeah, there I was, was so pumped for that after party. It got like hyped up to me. <laughs> And uh, it's just a hot, big hole in me. That's, uh, we'll fill it. Hopefully, I hope so. I hope that um, I hope that all the festivals that were happening this year just sort of get transferred. Yeah. To just next like, year, just post, like copy and pasted. Kind yeah, of. I think that like the internationals will change yeah. because one, they probably won't be able to get in the country, but um, all of those big local headliners, I'm yep. really hoping that they they stay. Yeah, me too. But like, it just gives an opportunity for like all those bigger. Aussie acts like so your Soho's like who were gonna headline shit anyway but yeah. also like bringing back like those um, I think it will give opportunities to like bands like Skeggs and DMAs yeah. like those bands that are on that like middle kind of like sub headliner yeah. that they'll get those opportunities to headline like, it wouldn't surprise me if DMAs headlined a Falls or something like that they're, they're huge now um, same as like Skeggs but you know you've got like Gang of Views and Tame Impala and Flume they're like Soho they're headliners yeah. Um, but it will be cool to see those other bands that start to get those opportunities and then the opportunities that will present from those bands moving up the lineup. Exactly. It yeah. will like tail off and then the it's, smaller bands will start it, to it get big opportunities. Down, yeah. and, but even just like seeing like those heritage bands, like imagine like Powderfinger, like actually doing like a proper, I don't know, nine o'clock PM set at Splendor. Wild like, that would be mental kind of thing. Like I know they said no to doing the uh, grand, grand final. final and stuff. But it was really. I thought it was really cool of them to tag all those. Yeah. Um, Brisbane bands. Like it was. Like it's one thing to say, "Hey, we're not doing it." Kind of thing. Just letting you guys know, like mm. we're not fucking anyone around. Uh, but then using their platform to be like, "But here's a bunch yeah. of cool artists that could do it." I don't see why Wax and Bugs headliner won't be. Won't be a thing. Get on that fucking petition, guys. Bernie's personally endorsed them. So I'd, lo- I'd love to see Soho do it, but none of them. So- I don't think any of them watch AFL. They're no, all, they're all rugby league, like super into. I know Tids is. Yeah. Okay. Um, they'd be. I well, think- it's kind of hard, right? Like AFL's not massive in Queensland, <laughs> no. so. Just like ask all of those people in that list if any of them like AFL first. And <laughs> Does anyone actually support a yeah. an AFL TV? But imagine if there was like a Soho June Rats chats grand final. Fuck me <laughs> up. Like, I don't think the, um, the Gabba would know what hit him. Tins of mangoes just <laughs> flying around. <laughs> I'd pay for I'd actually, I'd, I'd try and get up there. Yeah. I'd try and get up there. Can't get just, up there. I'd, Not allowed I'd, in. I'd try. I'd, I'd sneak in something. It would be very interesting to see like what happens there, yeah. but... I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm keen to see what happens. Like, I, mean, I just thought the powder th- finger thing was just too much of a fairy tale for it not to happen. Yeah. Like, Bolger Street, the cab is on. Do they all live in Queensland? I think so. I'm pretty sure. Um, 
but like, what is it? 20 years? 20 year anniversary? Yeah. Is it of Vulture Street or is it no, of... No, of Odyssey 5. Odyssey number 5. But like, they've got Vulture Street, the album, which is yeah. the street the Gab is on. Yeah, yeah, true. And like, it's 20 year anniversary of... It makes Odyssey sense. Five. I just thought, I was like, everything's lined up. Also, the AFL's lost so much money from this year. I don't know if they could afford Powderfinger. Oh, I mean, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, they did have the killers, like, what, two years ago? True. And like... But was that the same year Gangs did it? Nah, no, didn't uh, no ga- games did the NRL. Yeah, but I mean, was it the same? Oh yeah, was I think it, it was. It was, it was yeah. Ga- okay, yeah. Well, because that was kind of cool. But then I think I can't remember. Oh, I think like Dean Lewis and um, Tones and I did the grand final last year. I was just like, okay, yeah, I know you're giving me a weird look, Tim. I know, and that's I was saying that the whole time through the pre thing. I was like, this isn't good. It's um, I think it's interesting to see like what the Americans do. Yeah. Like, Americans do a lot of cook shit, but, like, they do sports real good. 100%. Um, so, like, seeing their... I think that's what the AFL's trying to do this year um, yeah. with the nighttime grand final and yeah. stuff. They can really push that entertainment side of the yeah. sh- game. I don't know, probably a 24-all draw. So, <laughs> they need something in that halftime. <laughs> yep. To keep the fans engaged. <laughs> yeah, it'd be interesting to see. But, like, I just don't think they've been very good at trying to pick, like, artists that are relevant... I don't know, maybe not relevant, but just like interesting to the sport. Like they're always just your Jimmy Barnes and like old yeah. pub classics kind of. I don't thinking. think the AFL marketing managers are on the pulse of music. Yeah, I think yeah they're getting a better idea. I think like the killers like that. Watching that, I was like, yeah. this is genius. And getting um Jack Reward up G- on stage. Jack so Reward, I was like, fuck, this is awesome. Like he'll do. He's done so many things in his career, and that's what he will be. That for. photo <laughs> of him next to Brandon Flowers that will is what he'll be yeah, remembered. That's his for. photo. That is his photo. Yeah, exactly. That's his fucking moment. Uh, but yeah, you're right. It would be interesting to see what happens with um, with that. Um, all right, I've got like three more questions. Yep. So when yeah, will yeah. you know that you've made it? Uh, I don't know if I ever know if I made it. Yeah. I think my imposter syndrome won't ever allow it. Really? Um, I don't know if I... I don't really have any like dreams of doing it as my career. Okay. Um, I've got, I've got a career that I already, um, I really am just like loving getting to do what I do. Um, it's, it's a dream. Like just being able to shoot these huge shows is making it. Yeah. Whether it's paid, unpaid publisher, artist, like whatever it is, just being involved in that, um, in the industry is like for me, like making it. Yeah. Um, but like making it properly, I don't know. If Arctic Monkeys post one of my photos. I'd pack up shop after that. Yeah. Um, any tips for like the next gen up like up and coming photographers? Uh yeah, just like follow your gut. Like I said before. Um, if you love your photos, then someone else will love them as well. Don't do it for other people, do it for yourself. Um, and shoot as much as you can. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I that's the last one I tell people like Oh, like what some tips don't I like just shoot as much as yeah. you can. Like, Say yes to everything. It's the, oh yeah, it's the only way you get experience is if you just go out and do it and like you learn so much just by If you don't know an artist and you get asked to shoot it, say yes, go shoot it. You'll find yeah. a new favorite band. Yeah. You'll um, find their supports. You'll make relationships yeah. with the supports. and Or you'll meet someone at the gig that like you become friends with. Meet another photographer. Yeah. Just yeah. say yes. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Um, best and worst thing about the, I don't know, I guess photography scene. Uh, Twitter beef? No. Best? <laughs> no, that's the worst. That's the worst. No, no, no. <laughs> that is the worst by far. No, I just um, everyone's very competitive. I think that like, 
there's a really amazing core of people that love what they do and love the other people in the industry and um, they want to share success. Yeah. And I want to be part of that, not part of any other side that's like dragging people down. Bitter that they didn't get an opportunity or yep. sharing like shit photos in group chats saying like this is shit ass. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'd die if my photos were in someone else's oh, group I mean, chat, but I, probably I, are. Who cares? I'd be interested to see um, if my ones had been in there because I'd be like, why do you think it's nah, shit? It's I'd, just I'd, your I'd, tweets, not your. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> tweets are fucking dog shit. <laughs> Um, yeah, I think the best part of it is the community and the worst part of it is the community. I literally said the same thing. Yeah. I, I said on the first podcast, I was like, the best thing about this is the people you meet and then the worst thing about this is the people you fucking yeah. meet. Like, it's just... And if you're doing it to meet artists, just give up now. Yeah, like, don't... Like, just don't do it for the clout. Like, I, I'm sick of people try, like, trying to think... Like, it's cool. I'm like, no, like, they're just fucking humans. Yeah. And you realise as soon as you spend any time with them that that's exactly what they're... Yeah. They play video games. They fucking eat the same shitty food. Like they just, yeah. they're just humans. They just, they just play guitar sometimes. Yeah. That's literally yeah, it. For sure. Um, you know what? Let's wrap that up there. Hey, um, we did it. Yeah, we did it. We fucking Ooh. finally did it. An hour and 35 minutes. Came to Sydney just for this. Just for this, mate. This is it. <laughs> um, so you got a website, you got Instagram. I'll link all those below. Thank you, sir. Uh, Tim Lambert on Instagram. Yes. Yes. Um, anything else you want to plug? Uh, TimLamberPhoto.com. Yep. I don't know. Um, yeah, all the links will be yeah. below. Uh, Best Before, give them a shout out because they're fucking great publication. Best publication in Australia. Oh, I don't know. Uh, Pile Rats are, are pretty good. Pile <laughs> Different um, levels. Yeah, you're right. Different levels. Different levels. Um, one's run from a bedroom. <laughs> no comment. You can figure out which one's which. <laughs> uh, well, thank you so much for making the time. My absolute pleasure, Pat. Um, good luck getting back into Melbourne and I can get in I just could never leave again well, so good luck surviving <laughs> in Melbourne because um, you know you get you get a t- you got a taste of me on the northern beaches living my life yeah I'm going to move move I've just yeah. get all my uh, shit set up here a block back from the beach and is then you've got to go is that a spare room or a bathroom uh, it's yours mate yeah, take it if you want yeah we'll set you up all good uh, yeah thank you so much yeah.